Hey everybody, I'm Rob. And I'm Tony. And this is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks. And let you know if they're worth watching. So this week we watched, I, wrote, I typed it wrong in my, my notes, we watched all the old knives. Yes. I just typed the old knives. The old knives. Can I add that all right now? <laughs> Make me professional. The Old right. Knives is not a bad name for a movie either. It's not either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Write that down myself. Make a, movie, make a movie called Old Knives. All right. So this movie was, oh, I didn't read the synopsis in the last movie we did. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, was, hey. it was bad anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, no need to know. All right. Synopsis. When the CIA discovers one of its agents leaked information that cost more than 100 people their lives, veteran operative Henry Pelham is assigned to root out the mole with his former lover and colleague, Celia Harrison. Yeah. This summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it is directed by Janice Metz, and he has done all the old knives. <laughs> He's done an episode of True Detective. Uh, what season? Episode one. Okay. Maybe tomorrow's the episode name? Uh, I don't know. It's really, really it. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, that's, uh, that's actually a pretty interesting show. Miniseries? Yeah. Yeah, Township Boys is a sh- documentary short, and the Expedition to the End of the World documentary. So okay. There you go. Yeah, he's fairly new. Zero zero zero. What's that about? Have you seen Sicario? Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like that. It's it's Mexican drug cartel versus. There's a few different groups of people. They the story centers around. It's you got the drug cartel, you got the like the cops, and then you've mm. got the people that help be, the drug cartel yeah, out. Seems to be a shtick here. He's like like his thing. Yeah. Thing he does is kind of yeah like that. All right, so it's starring. It has the f- flat attendant first for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go her name out. I mean, that might be because because it's the first face we see in the movie. Maybe Gokes Gokes Gokesin Gok Gokesin 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 G O K S I N Okay Erdemil Erdemil Fuck it Erdemil She plays the Turkish Airlines. Uh, it says stewardess. I'd like to say flat attendant. Um, Does she even have any lines in the in the movie? Yeah, when they drag her across the, the floor, there's a line of blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a spoiler. No. It's the first, the yeah, first, yeah, first thing in the movie. Um, uh, Chris Pine mm-hmm. uh, plays Henry. I'm not going to go last names. It doesn't matter. I don't know how to say her name. Thwadanui. This is an interesting story. So I always knew her as Tandy Newton. Okay. And Dang. that's how she went forever was her name was... Tandy Newton, and apparently over the pandemic, she decided to change her name to what her name actually is, because apparently that was like a misspelling or something that she just went by mm. or whatever. So now it's Tandaway. Tandaway. Tandaway Newton. Yeah. Plays Celia. Yeah. Tandaway has been in lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Oh, yeah. So Westworld. Westworld. Chris yep. saw in that. Mm-hmm. Crash, right? She's in Crash, wasn't she? Yeah. Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, yeah. Chris Pine's been in you know, everything. Yep. Yep. No Chris Pine. Yes, you do. <laughs> Good old Chris. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays Vic. Uh, he was like the the director of the CIA or right. of this of this location. Right of the group. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jonathan uh, Price plays Bill Compton. Great name. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Compton. Yeah. Totally the same character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, "Why do you say that?" You're totally right. That's yeah. still, that yeah. show is so dumb. Sometimes it, it t- definitely was. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I was into it for a while. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. just like this bitch ain't that special. No. 
<laughs> he's fucking two dudes fighting over and yeah. werewolves and shit. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Uh, that's her blood, man. And makes mm. it whatever. Anyway, I hit Odd. Odd it plays Leela Moloff. She's one of the agents. John Joe O'Neill plays Ernest Pohl. Another agent, Abdul Asarif plays Solomon Abdul. I can't see the full name, so I just made the rest of it up. It just <laughs> cut it off. Wasn't trying to be offensive. Uh, David Dawson plays Owen. These are these are all side characters inside the CIA, except for um, Solomon. He's a, one of the terrorists. I'm trying to find Elias or whatever. Yeah, Elias. He's not here. Gala Gordon plays uh, the a waitress. Well, I mean, well, they 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 got to structure these things a little. I want to give the right to get these. Yeah, because he's he's a very important character. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to just want to give this guy some credit here. Let me find him. Karina Weidman plays Tahar. Ooh, Orly Suka plays Elias. Okay, Sashani. Yeah, and that should be good. Yeah, whiskey, whiskey first. This week we're going to be drinking Knob Creek Single Barrel Reserve Nine Year. Mm. No reason. Uh, yeah. Just I have it. I haven't opened it yet. You didn't make up one. Uh, let's see. Well, it was almost a nine year gap uh, in the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's eight years, but it's you know yeah, yeah. you get a round up, so nine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what it is. It's it's halfway through the year, so we round up. Yeah, there you go. See how you did that? That's called art. I really like Knob Creek. Yeah, um, it's one of my. I got a story about Knob Creek. Okay, okay, because I always got stories. It's tough to see the color through the glass. There, it is. I have a, a silicone Glencairn glass given to me by a good friend named Drew. He is the CEO of. Old World Whiskey Society. Man, he gets some cool stuff sometimes, and this is nice. Mmm. That's sweet. And spicy. Yeah, that's why I like Knob Creek. They have good good sweetness, good spice. Mm-hmm. Mmm. Still going. Bueno. Bueno. This is much better than last week's. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was part of the reason is, is we had... <laughs> <laughs> if you guys listened to last week's episode, we did a two-year-aged whiskey... Which is not long enough if you're unfamiliar with whiskey ever, and so I figured, you know, let's go the opposite yeah. and, and get one that's that's aged a long time, mm-hmm. which is yeah nine. When you get close to ten, that's that's pretty yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is good. So I was at a a, a local a local brewery. I mean, the nose on this tastes better than that last whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> The nose tastes better. Yeah. <laughs> than the last whiskey. That's how you know. Woo! <laughs> but yeah, it's a, right. a local brewery. Okay. And I don't want to say the name. They're no longer in business. But in uh, town you were? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I asked the owner, who was an old acquaintance, to get some Knob Creek. Like, I gotta pour that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh, you can't afford that. Out the gate, right? Which kind of was like, maybe kind of like, bitch, hold on. <laughs> Who says that to a fucking customer? Right. I guess because he knew me, whatever. I'm like, what the, uh, fuck okay. you know, know what the fuck I can afford? Like, you have no idea what I do. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, is that the Knob Creek? Is that a barrel select? You know, he's like, yeah, it is. I was like, cool. So I want to taste it. Okay. So it's like 30 bucks a pour. Okay. Then pour me a pour. <laughs> like, I want to taste it. So this dude pours it to me in a fucking shot glass. Mm. Right. And I'm like, hey, can I get it in like a, a sniffer or something, bro? Like, yeah, I'm not shooting this damn thing. Just, and it's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm like, you obviously have no idea what you have your hands on right now. But right. Like, you can't afford this. Like, bitch, I go to fucking downtown and get like Weller 12 and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> paying like 40 bucks a pour and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, if I want to taste it, I'm going to taste it, damn it. Like, yeah. You know, so. 
Anyway, yeah, that's my Knott Creek story. To fucking, uh, he pissed me off. And, uh, well, I mean, he's not know, in business anymore. Nah, so. Karma's a bitch, right? <laughs> don't don't insult your customers yeah. because uh, you have no idea what they do or who they can talk to and then mm-hmm. influence you to get shut down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking around. Uh, man. But uh, yeah, that ticked me off. You can't, yeah. you can't afford your shot, bitch. That's upsetting. Yeah. Mm. Can't afford it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> It's delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm going to be pretty toasty for the crew game today. Mm. Toasty, toasty. All right. Who are they playing today? Orlando. Okay. And moving on. All this right. is the time of the podcast where we will spoil the fuck, the hell, the shit out of the movie in great detail. So if you're concerned <laughs> about spoilers, then uh, put it on pause. There'll be a time code in the description of the podcast that will let you know whether we think this movie is worth watching or not. Uh, You can also go on YouTube and search for this movie, and you'll see a little short little video you can watch of us Mm -hmm. saying whether or not we think it's worth watching. See. And if you have already seen the movie or don't care about spoilers, then stick right with us because we're going to go through the whole movie from toes to tits. Toes to tits. Not not to head? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Toes to tits to tippy top of the head. Tippy top of the head. It's the whole movie right there. there. That's it. Get an end. Let's do this. So here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there are four different things in time, so we can. I'm, I'm going to call things present day, right? Which in, in this case would be eight years later, right? And then 2012, okay, which would be the event, right? Right, and then two weeks, two weeks before, before, <laughs> right? So those will be the three time periods. So that way, listeners can kind of figure out where we are on the story because they jump around a lot in this, yes. from flashbacks to present day to yeah. So we have present day. 2012, which is the event, and then two weeks before which pre- is present day. Present day, right. Right. Yeah. So hope you guys get that when we go through this podcast because right. we will jump around a lot. Yeah. And I tried to like take notes that way. I kind of don't like movies, stories that are told out of sequence. I, I didn't I, mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it in this case, but generally speaking, I don't like things that are built this way because I'm not worried about the characters because I know they live. You know yeah. what I mean? So I know that nothing bad is going to happen to certain characters in the previous time or in 12 weeks before or whatever because yeah, I know yeah. they're alive now. Well, you're not worried about someone dying in this movie. You're worried about the who done it. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah, like yeah. that's why that Well, but there are me. certain there are certain scenes where you're like oh, this is kind of sketchy like It is sketchy. Yeah. But usually that's in present day. Well, I mean no, I mean even in the during the event, you know. Oh, yeah, but like it, it didn't buy because again, it's about who done it, you Ooh. know, right? Like who is who mm-hmm. is the who is the mole, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're getting bits of information. Yeah. You're trying to piece it together. Yeah. And they did a great job here of unlike other movies where you distinguish the characters by a good a good wig. Yes. You know, hey, his hair is curly here. Yeah. It's put up here. Yeah. And she has straight hair here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you're able to distinguish what Absolutely. time period they're in. Same thing with yeah. Chris Pine. He looks yep. like he has a, a really bad thing with going on with dark eyebrows, mm-hmm. you know, when he's younger. And yep. then, you know, yeah. So it just works out to where you know exactly where you're at in the movie. Yeah. They and did they, that a good job. Yeah. They didn't, especially the two weeks before. Yes. They didn't jump locations mm-hmm. with Chris. Yeah. Chris's character to confuse you more because he looks as the exact same, right? Right. And they are able to change uh, Celia's hair, mm-hmm. Tandy's hair enough in a two-week period to you're like, all right, I know where she's at in this period of time as well. So right. I was like, all right, done pretty well. Done done smart enough scene before. Mm-hmm. But- yes. Because <laughs> I wasn't like, where is this happening? What time? You know? Yeah. yeah. So they didn't have to beat it into your head. It was just pretty, pretty, well, pretty, well, pretty well done. Mm-hmm. So, all right. <clears throat> Opening. Opening. Plane. Terrorist attack. Yes. There's- Screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Death. A body being dragged across the floor. 
And that's the only time we see ghost cat. <laughs> 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 the, Turk, the Turkish stewardess. <laughs> that, that's her line. Yeah. Being dragged across the floor, which looked very scary. Oh, yeah. Look fucking horrible. Look like, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it was shot like, you know, gritty and kind of mm-hmm. you know, moving camera. So like it felt real. Like I'm watching footage of actual somebody getting killed. So. Yes. Yeah. Then we find out we're in 2012 and we're at the CIA Vienna station and they're in a briefing room watching the video of the terrorists filming live, I guess, at this point. And then it's a uh, flight 127. And then the director tells them, you know, everyone's dead. They, uh, he, they killed them all. Yeah. And then Celia runs out of the office, sprints out. Henry chases her down and then loses her and see. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it was weird that we just get the line from the CIA head that it's like, yeah, everybody's dead. They killed them all. But we don't see it. Well, how did they die? Did yeah. something go wrong? Did the plane blow up? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what was it? And But we're seeing, we're he- hearing him say that as we're watching this video that came in of the terrorists. Yeah. So that part was a little weird to me. I really wish we would have seen just a few shots of everybody dying. Some, some bodies? Yeah. But then, you know, how? You know, who done it thing is very important. Yeah, but you can still show us that they're all choking to death or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, know you want to I mean? jump ahead, but, you yeah. know, like, but then you would, you didn't, you, then you would know, like you said, that something didn't occur. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. Right. Because then, because then it's like, yeah, did they breach? Did they fly it into something? Or kind of jump that far ahead in the movie. But yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something didn't occur. Rob. Yes. 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 Being vague for a reason. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the movie. So then we cut eight years later, which we're going to call present day. Present day. Apparently, they're going to reopen this case. Mm-hmm. They get a hold of Henry and go, hey, we're going to reopen this case, man. Like, Something's just not right. He's sitting down. I think he's talking with Vic, right? Vic, yeah. They said they captured, how do you say his name? Ilias Shoshani. Yeah, Ilias Shoshani. Found some information out that basically, you know, there was a mole. And they're like, okay, we'll interrogate him. He can't. He's dead. He's dead. Convenient. (laughs) Yeah. Whoops. Now Henry's back on the case to figure out who was the mole on Mm -hmm. flight 127. And he sets out. And then we go back to 2012. Right. So we're back in 2012, and you know this is just a brief shot of Henry chasing Cecilia, or I keep calling her Cecilia. Cecilia, yeah. He loses her, and we kind of see that they used to date, right? Mm-hmm. You get a couple scenes of them having the sex, yes. You know, and then you know just little flashbacks there, and then we're back to present day. <laughs> Stay with us, people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Cecilia is now married with kids. Uh, Henry he wants to meet with her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're going to California. To meet where she's living now. And then you have the kind of the opening credit scene where they're going through the, the people's names and Henry's driving on one of the most beautiful roads I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Pacific Coastal Highway. And I'm like, yeah. where is this? Like, are there, do no cars driver driving this road? So I have actually been to where they're at in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Carmel by the Sea is where the main it's chunk just, of the story just, takes place. Just, just like traffic all day? No, actually it's not because they, they built it beautifully in that yes there are cars on the road mm. so they very clearly just cut off a section of it to yeah block for, it for the, block it shot, for, the yeah. for the shot beautiful shot of him driving this convertible mercedes mm-hmm. up the coastline gorgeous gorgeous shot yeah but the reason why there's not a lot of traffic it, i mean there's traffic but every 100 feet there's a spot to pull off and it's only big enough for a few cars so you don't get a lot of backups of people like trying to pull into a giant parking lot mm-hmm. or whatever and it's every 100 feet. So you can stop wherever you want and pull off to the side of the road, take pictures, hang out, eat some lunch, whatever, and then get back in your car and you just go. Yeah. And there's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Like, 
oh, I'm going to have to go there and do this. <laughs> oh, dude, it's amazing. It's, it's a goal of a bucket list thing for me. I want to go back out there with a, a nice car mm-hmm. and do the whole thing. Let's do it. Let's go to Cali. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Let's go to Cali. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, go, we'll hook up with Toro, rent a dope car, mm-hmm. and drive. We'll just swap, like yeah. you said, every hundred miles. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'll drive, you drive. Because there's all kinds of towns and places to eat, and yeah. all kinds of shit. Got to be a convertible. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We'll have to do it for probably with the car for at least three days. Yeah, just in case it rains one day. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's Cali. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going down. We put into the calendar. Here. <laughs> Send me an invite. <laughs> Send me an invite. Only, it'll be a cheap trip. Yeah. <laughs> We'll sleep in the car. <laughs> we'll sleep in the two-seat convertible. <laughs> we'll be ripped. Seats laid back, don't they? Yeah. I'll yeah. sleep in the truck. It'll be fine. So present day. So um, Henry's driving. Uh, Celia's shopping in a grocery store. Henry gets a phone call from some random guy. Oh, yeah. His name is Treble. Yeah, okay. Treble. Hey, this is Treble. This Piccolo. Yeah. He's calling Henry code Piccolo. Name. Yeah, code names. You know, yeah. uh, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm ready. Yeah. All I need is a confirmation, yes or no. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she should be taken care of. Right. And he's like, okay. He's like, so I'll be at the spot and so on and so on. So yeah. he's like, holy shit, he's put out a little contingency plan. Right. <laughs> on this girl. And, yeah. and why? Right. You're like, whoa, shit. He's just, it's an, it's an interrogation. Why is there? Is it, it's so you're, I'm thinking, like, all right. So the way he's talking is put out a hit. Right. But maybe it's to, you know, capture if she tries to run. When he's in the office talking with Vic in the beginning, Vic says, to him like i want you to handle the situation mm-hmm. if it turns out you find that she did it i want you to handle it and he's like well what does that mean are you gonna say it no i'm not gonna fucking say it you know <laughs> so it it kind of plays off that from the beginning of mm-hmm. like they're gonna maybe kill her if she turns out that she's the mole yeah henry then goes to a wine only bar yeah <laughs> We just serve wine here. Yeah, he goes and tries to, which I was, I was, I almost threw a curveball and I was going to make us martinis because he orders a dirty martini with Tito's yeah. at the bar and they don't have it. They're like, all we have is wine. There's wine here. So I was going to, I was going to make us drink martinis today, yeah. but I, I decided against it. Which, <laughs> in hindsight, makes so much sense. Well, and they're in wine country. So Carmel by the Sea is near Napa. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's in that whole area area sonoma county napa valley all that stuff mm. so everything's wine out there anyway yeah. but still to not have to a have bar not, not to have cocktails any sort of yeah, spirit was, at all was very was weird. suspicious yeah right so yeah. um celia walks in and it's a very awkward meeting you know at first yeah hey, huh, okay oh how's it going you know yeah why are you here i'm married you know kind of thing mm-hmm. used to be lovers um we get a brief flashback of them you know having the sex having the sex and they were you know i just put fucking chris pine's hair looks fucking weird yeah the the old hair or the new or the present day hair because they both kind of look weird and the ways. present day hair wasn't bad to me yeah I guess it wasn't horrible yeah 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 you know he just looks it's just you know it's too much hair he's just too voluptuous hair. <laughs> too voluminous it's not fair Chris <laughs> but yeah his uh young hair was just like you know it made him look too young it was too young for his like I feel mm, like his age was you know what yeah. I mean like in the movie they, they should have just done like the high and tight you know a little bit longer on the top and spike it a little yeah. bit like. Typical dude hair, yeah. you know what I mean? I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah, because then even then it's it's obvious when he's older because he's got his beard's grown out and gray. it's gray yeah. and his hair's longer. Like and she that, that too. The gray looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he um they do a little toast. I mean, your first toast is to old friends, and she goes, "You we can do better than that." And he yeah. goes, "Well, then to old lovers." Woo! Ooh, put it down. Oh man. So he then lets her know Vic has him reopening the case. Yeah. For flight 127. No, I'm sorry, I said the flight number. 127. Yeah, you're okay, right. I'm yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I am right. <laughs> Have All right. faith in yourself, Tony. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. I'm back. All right. 
So, yeah. And she's like, why? You know, and it's like, well, we found out, you know, there are some discrepancies. Mm -hmm. And we must find them out. Yeah. So two weeks earlier now, we are in London. Yes. Well, at least Henry's in London. Yes. He finds Bill Compton. Mm -hmm. It was hard to find a little bit. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like hey, Bill. He's like, oh. you know, Bill's like, oh, you found me, you know, kind of thing. Right? <laughs> um, there's a scene. Oh, yes. That's where I wrote that down. There's a, there's a quick flashback scene when in 2012 where Bill goes to the office and makes a phone call. Mm-hmm. They show yeah. this phone call being made, and yeah. then they kind of cut back to present day. That's why I wrote Bill makes a phone yeah, call. Yeah, they make it seem like it's a suspicious phone yeah. call that he makes yeah. in his office. That's why I wrote this. All right, they find Bill, the guy who's making the suspicious phone call. Mm -hmm. Bill seems nervous. The case yes, he is being, does. being reopened. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, why? He tells him that Shoshani, what's his first name? Elias. Elias told him there's a mole. Mm -hmm. Could be you, buddy. Mm -hmm. And Bill's like, no, he's lying. He's lying. He's just, it could be anybody, you know, like. And yeah. Henry goes to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. For a second, right? And then Bill leaves and he calls uh, Celia. Yeah. Hey, Henry's out here asking questions. Yeah. Just uh, want to warn you. Let, let you know. Yeah. And so when he does that, Henry's in the bathroom mm -hmm. and he's recording and he notices, he you know, he's tracking Bill and he's like, phone call made at 545 today to right. Celia. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So he's like, all right, shit, you know, got us thinking they're working together. Right. Something's going on and mm -hmm. they know. Quickly back to present day again, Henry asks uh, Celia to recount her version of the flight hijack. So then we go back <laughs> to 2012 where the and event happened. And they're at this this dope-ass restaurant. Mm -hmm. First course comes out, mm -hmm. and she says, oh, man, your your bacon smells so good. <laughs> and he's like, well, have some. And he just sort of hands it over to her, and she's like, I don't I don't eat meat. And he's like, live a little. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And then she all seductively like leans over. Uh, yeah, she did eat the eats bacon. Eats the bacon out of his hands. I was like, dang, eat my bacon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like man that that dude just put his meat in her mouth okay <laughs> if you know here the waitress is very kind yes very nice and mm -hmm. uh just super bubbly and he's kind of flirting with a little bit yeah a few times you know yeah we're back to, to 2012 the event so bill is like a father to celia yeah so we get info that one of the guys i think it was Ernest. Ends up killing themselves. Either Ernest or Owen. I don't. I don't remember. I think it was what Ernest. the name of the guy yeah, yeah. was. That yeah, that yeah. was on the team. Ended up killing himself weeks later after the case. Yeah. So we see shots from the terrorist attack starting. So somehow one of the guys gets a gun and it's fucking carry on. Right. Is there airlines called Turkish Airlines? Because I would not let my airline <laughs> be featured in a movie where someone got a gun on the yeah. plane. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, you guys do enough security. And it was two. I mean, we see the shot of the one guy pulling the gun, but yeah. they, ha they have two guns yeah. on the plane somehow. Wow. Someone messed up tremendously. Yes. In a security check here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All the crap I go through to get, like, I said, run back from my laptop. Mm -hmm. took my, I had to, like, take my shoes off when they, like, rub my hands for, like, bomb residue when I came home from England. But, right. You know what I mean? Like, how <laughs> someone can get a gun on a plane? But um, anyway. Immediately, he pulls the gun out and just the flight attendant is like, uh, "What's her name? Ghostkin." She has yeah. a line. Yeah, she, oh, she does. Yeah, sir, can you please sit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gone. Just shot immediately. Yeah, no warnings, nothing. Nope. So at this moment, so once you get the flight attendant pretty quickly, I was like, "Oh crap!" Like no one's safe. Yeah, right. Like right. either everyone's gonna die, which we already know everyone dies. Right. Yeah. Or something went horribly wrong. Right. I was like, because they give no fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out the plane landed. And they did this mm -hmm. the tarmac. Right. Well, and they keep, taxiing to the station. Yeah, and or they whatever. keep showing shots of the plane. I don't care where you are. It would be surrounded with like people. Right. It was just in, out, out in the open and like no sort of security surrounding the plane. Mm -hmm. No police, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have police 
in and around it. Vicinity, yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, we don't see maybe they're there farther, farther back, but we don't see. Yeah, them. but we should see a shot or two of the we should, there should be some flash, assembled. There should be some reflections of flashing lights. In yeah. The plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but there weren't. The plane has six Americans on it, so the CIA cares. Mm-hmm. You know, if it didn't have six, this wouldn't be a movie. Right. It's being real. <laughs> it wouldn't even. Well, eh, none of our people. Okay, guys, Turkey, Turkey, handle this, buddy. You got mm-hmm. this. This is all you. It, who, it's not actually. Where are they at? They're not in Turkey. They're, they're Germany, I think. Uh, it's Austria because they said the Austrians, right? They said they say in the movie. The well, the, so the terrorists want prisoners freed from Germany and from Austria. Okay, so yeah. two different countries. I think they're in Germany. Okay, it doesn't really matter that much because, where they're because at, a but... lot of the people that they meet that are locals are speaking German. Mm-hmm. So okay, but uh, they might speak German in Austria too. They're near each other. Yeah, because they're not like America, where they only know like one language, <laughs> English and bad English. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, buddy. Uh, so yeah, it turns out these guys are fucking sick. They're taking the kids from the parents and using it as uh, human shields. Yeah. So you know, no one try to attack them. They think Shashani is coordinating the hijack. Right. They have no evidence that he's on the plane or like they just. But they, they think he's behind it. Uh, Vic calls Henry, and Henry's in. Uh, I forget. Is he is he in Germany when he calls him? Yeah. And he's like, "Get here now. Shit's mm-hmm. it's going down." Mm-hmm. You know, so Henry starts to like go see his informants to figure out what's happening on this flight. So he meets with Tahara. Mm-hmm. Does her name right? Tahar. Tahar. Does he meet with her first? I mean, it doesn't matter. He, he meets he, with several of his people. Sources. Yeah, because yeah. it cuts back and forth to each. But source. Tahar is the only one that you need to know about. Correct. Yeah, he meets with Tahar. She won't tell him anything really. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Just give me a name, Tahar. People are gonna die. Yeah. Give, give me a name. Give me a name. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know anything. Yeah. You can tell she's sort of hiding something. Yeah. Yeah. Then leaves the car and then texts him. A basically a location mm-hmm. and a time. Yeah. Right. So at this point, I was like, set up. Okay. Right. I'm an informant and I'm scared and I'm not going to tell you the name because I'm f- feared for my life. Right. I'm going to send you a traceable text now to tell you where to go to find out your information. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not going to send something that can get traced back to me at all. Yeah. You know well, it's a burner phone, maybe. No, I'm not still. Doesn't matter. Tahar has a burner phone. Like she could have one for him. Yeah. That's possible, but. Again, it's much safer to tell him in the car and have a phone with a phone with blank information on it than to leave the car and immediately text sure. him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, that's weird, man. You're right. You know? You're right. Yeah. Right. The impact of that shot of her sending him the text and this location mm-hmm. at a time does not come up again, either by him or the or anybody else until the very, very end of the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It was super weird that they just left that and moved on. Mm-hmm. You don't see him go to location. No. Or mention the location no. in any of the interviews. He doesn't say, oh, I got this tip from one of my informants. I'm going to go check it out. When he checks in with his boss later in the movie, nothing. So it's, it's mm. very strange. Yeah. So he, he talks to all his informants, really gets no information at all. Henry does. And then he goes back to HQ. Mm-hmm. He talks for Cilia for a bit. And then Bill comes in and goes, I have someone on the plane. The CIA has a spy on the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it not meant to be. It yeah. was just happened. It's just, just happenstance. You know, coincidence. But yeah. he's, he, you know, so he starts sending messages to Langley. I don't know if I want to call it that, but. Right. Yeah. They start, you know, intercepting messages. And he goes, uh, Ahmed, this is the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Says something like, it's very broken. Right. The four men, danger, uh, breach the undercarriage. Yeah. You know, it's like just really broken information. Yeah. Like, just, quick, just straight to the point. Quick sentences. Yeah, yeah. Here's all you need because he's probably trying to send these messages without being spotted mm-hmm. that he's on his phone or whatever or however he's mm-hmm. sending these messages. So he doesn't want to be made. And so it's just just the details. Yeah. And that's it. And he tells him basically to breach the undercarriage. Yeah. Right. So then. You come back to present day, back at the restaurant. So Celia tells Henry that she met with a guy named Carl. 
Carl with a K. Right. How, and, uh, I mean, how that was a weird. How do you know it's Carl with a K? Yeah. Like, that's I don't know. That's weird. I thought it'd be important. Carl told her that Bill was selling secrets to the highest bidder, mm-hmm. and this happened to be Islamic extremists. Right. So she basically tells him the informant Carl, not informant, the guy Carl, that that's not true. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill didn't do that, you know. Yeah. The Carl visit, she said, made her feel more disconnected from her new life. And then she had children, and it kind of cured her. So she's nothing for her kids now. Right. You know, so it appears this meeting with Carl happened a long time ago. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we're back to 2012, the event. So, yeah, like I said, a medicine's in the layout of the plane real quick. Instructions to breach from under the plane. How many terrorists there are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, four, yes. four terrorists, two guns. So you silly disagrees. They pretty much say these guys are not going to back down. No. Like they don't, they've never had before. No. Why, why would they do it now? Henry riddles off a few of these other situations where this terrorist group has tried something like this in the past and they never negotiate. And if things don't go their way, they just kill everybody, including themselves. And mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. They're, they're hard asses. So breach the plane. Yeah, we have to. The terrorist demands are they want to release prisoners. Some of their comrades that are 12 members of the Asian Dawn movement. Yeah. <laughs> no. Basically. You know, that, that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so the Germans and the Austrians are the two countries that, that have these prisoners. And they're dragging their feet. They don't want to release these prisoners. And so Henry's like, we got to breach the plane. You don't. It's the only option. This is Flaming Dragon. <laughs> Who was this? Flaming Dragon. <laughs> Listen to me, fuckface. Literally take a step back and fuck your own face. <laughs> yes, that movie's so great, man. Let me tell you. Tropic Thunder, people. You mm-hmm. haven't seen it, watch it. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Watch it now, immediately. Before it gets taken down. They tried to ban Ace Ventura 1. Come on, people. They're going to take down Tropic Thunder immediately if they find out <laughs> about this movie. Watch it before it gets taken away, gets canceled. They they had a problem with Ace Ventura 1. They is in the cancel people. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they want to cancel. They have, you can they, yeah, yeah. cancel those movies for some reason. Yeah. We need to know. cancel the cancel people. Is yeah. What we need to do. Right. It's supposed to be free choice out here, man. <sighs> don't watch the fucking movie. You don't want to watch it. Right. It's not hurting you. Know? you. There, are, there are way, way more worse movies out there. Yeah. Like, what is it? Snuff films and shit. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, basically being made. Mm-hmm. No, no one's trying to cancel hostile and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Those fucking human centipede is not getting canceled. Nope. But Ace Ventura? Can't have that. Stop playing around, people. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Goodness Can't gracious. What's more offensive than fucking sewing people's mouths of assholes? I, I can't think that of That offends anything. me. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm not saying there aren't some tasteless or offensive jokes in these movies, but. Yeah. But. It's a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> you know? It was a G.I. Jane joke. It was the joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I, I will. I will. I will. Will. Okay. All right. For best uh, docu. Um, uh, oh, okay. Well, so Quest Love won. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Chris, man. Poor Chris. Oh, shit. All right. Where are we at in this movie? <laughs> All right. Oh, so Cecilia leaves. After, yes. after they tell him, you know, we're going to breach the end of the plane. So mm-hmm. he goes, I can see gets a phone call. Oh, it's one of my informants at the Muslim Women's Foundation. Yeah. I got to gotta, I, I gotta I take this. Yeah. So she leaves. Yep. She thought it might be a lead. And she ends up meeting Tahar. There it goes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the one who was Henry's informant. Well, I'm going to read my notes like that. The one who was Henry's informant. <laughs> <laughs> I am robot. <laughs> so Tahar asked for her phone. 
give me your phone. Mm-hmm. And she takes it and puts it in her pocket and walks off. Red flag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I need my phone, though. Yeah. I would like call for help. <laughs> yeah, and they're in this, like, creepy old building and shit. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's sketchy. And this was this is the moment I was talking about in the beginning where it's like, they're sort of setting her up to die right now. Mm-hmm. But because it's eight years ago, I know that she's not going to die. Yeah. So I'm immediately not worried for her. No. And I should be worried for her. But there's no way to tell this story that way. So it's a concession. I get it. But that's just one of those things that I don't like about telling stories out of order. Yeah. I feel it. So Tahar, it takes her Celia to meet a man, and he wants to be compensated for the information. Yeah. I've I've got some tips on what's going on today. I need that. Show me the money. Got some tips? Got some tips? Y'all shred up like Julian Salad, bro. Got some tips? Some tips, got me some tips, like some workout tips. I don't know, I don't know that reference. Tropic Thunder. Again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. It's been it's been a long time since I've seen that. I movie. watch it like once a week. Okay, give me that fucking map. <laughs> anyway, so. huh? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He asked. He asked for information for money. He goes, you know, uh, we don't have any power, and then when you can't get power with money, you get it with violence. Yeah. And it kind of ends there, yep. right? So then she comes back, and Celia does with nothing. Hey, you know, he didn't have anything. It was just an attempt to get some money out of us. Right. Right. Yeah. Looking for a payday, basically. So they find out one of the terrorists is speaking Russian on the mm. plane. And this causes them to ask Henry, what the, well, what the fuck happened in Moscow, bruh? Yeah. This is another flashback to Henry in Moscow. So. Yeah. So this is a, a fourth timeline. Yeah. <laughs> that occurs before the eight years. Thing. They only they only hit it one time. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this 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 flashback happens before 2012. Mm-hmm. So before the event. Oh, you know what? And he has the hair that I was talking about in this flashback. They couldn't have this hair. Yeah. Maybe they should have given him the long hair for this part, mm-hmm. and then have him, having the short hair yeah. for the rest of the movie. So they ask him about an informant he turned called Elias, owned like a restaurant, some right? sort of bakery or something. or something. Yeah, yeah. in Russia because he's working in Russia now. This mm-hmm. is like the, his first posting. He was a super spy and came out of the the thing. And and where do you send all your best spies at this point in time? Yeah, Russia. Russia. Yeah. So he made a friend with Elias, and they became good friends, mm-hmm. family, trust, hung out, drank. Talked about things. There's good, good friends. And then, you know, CIA gets where the Russians are, had info about an attack on the Budapest embassy. Yeah. and But they wanted something in return yeah. for their help. No details, but we need something. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll let you know what's going on. Yeah. So the CIA told Henry to give up his informant. We need something to give him. He's best and he's too young in his career to fight, you mm-hmm. know, for like, no. no, find somebody else. I'm not giving up my guy. He's too young to fight mm-hmm. for his right. To party. To party. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line in in there, the, the scene where he's like, this is fucking raw. Like, fuck you guys. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, ah, that yeah. they needed to do that one a couple yeah. more times because it just didn't feel real. Like all the acting in this movie is very good. Mm. And then all of a sudden there's this one scene where they tell him he needs to give up his guy. And he's yeah. just like, fuck you. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> Dude. So this is another tangent here. So uh, soccer today, not uh-huh. taste game. He's playing. The refs don't call some of the shit sometimes. Yeah, I mean they're course, kids, right? Yeah, but you're trying to teach them things, and then the thing with kids though is they fight. Right. So uh, they get angry. So like you gotta, you guys gotta start calling shit here and there. So anyway, yeah, to, one, to, to keep the game in control. Yeah. <laughs> so one, that's why you have these cards and why you call fouls. Right. Yeah. But so one kid gets tripped, doesn't gets called, and then someone gets pushed, and the ref calls something, and then. What, like the parents would be kind of yelling, 
progressively more each game mm-hmm. on my team. And then one dad's like, come on, man, Jesus, come on. And ref's like, he's like, hey, that's enough. Right. And in my mind, I'm thinking, look, people match energy. Right. If I come at you like that, you're coming back at me respond. like, yeah. you respond like that, right? Yeah. What he should have done has been like, hey, guys, you listen, you got to come down here, man. I'll do my best. Like, you know, next time I'm going to have to warn you guys, you know, it's going to be a card. Right. Yeah. Sensible human being. There's no, hey, that's enough of you guys. So I'm like, all right. So then the guy, he's like, he's like you got to call this stuff, man. Just call, just call it fair. Just call the game fair. And the guy goes, hey. And he goes, man, fuck you. <laughs> and he goes, what? Fuck you. <laughs> so the guy's like, he's like, that's it. Leave. You got to go. He's like, I'm not, I'm not starting the game until you go. If you don't leave, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the game. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, ref. Oh, Jesus. So the guy that stands there is like, okay, I'm calling the game. So he's like, no, I'll walk off. And then the guy says something else. And he's like, he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> So he's saying, fuck you. And Ronnie and that. Then they get the coach a card. Oh, yeah. Because the parent kept saying, fuck you, the guy. And then, of course, the team's like, oh, there are kids here. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. These fucking 13-year-old kids have heard the word fuck you a couple of times. They're using the word fuck yeah, you right, right now, regularly. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. There are, there are kids here. Shut up, dude. You can't hear them, but they're out there going, hey, fuck you, Billy. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> come on. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, back to uh, Moscow. Henry... Gives informant, he's pissed, and yeah. so he does. But he, he does agree yeah. to give up the informant, so he gives up Elias. Yeah, and then Henry goes to the shop to kind of see, maybe find Elias, and it's been destroyed. Mm-hmm. See the, the teddy bear on the ground. Oh yeah, that poor little teddy bear. And then Elias has become radical. Yep, rightfully so. I mean, listen, uh, he trusted America and what they do to him. Yeah, sold him to the Russians. So fucked up. So we go back to 2012, the event, and Bill wants Henry to find Elias. Yeah, find him. You motherfucker. <laughs> they know that he got out of Russia somehow. Elias did. And he ended up in Tehran. Mm-hmm. And Tehran or Iran? Well, I think it's Iran, but they keep calling it Tehran. Okay. So I, 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 I'm I, sorry uh, for the audience that, that knows more about. Well, he says Iran. Oh, he does? Iran in the okay, movie. Okay, okay. They, uh, they keep saying Tehran, though, too. So I don't know if those are the same thing. Neither do I. Sorry. You can help with that. I want to. I don't know either. But <laughs> this is also the time we learned that Henry wants Celia to move in with him. He's like, you know, I love you. You love me. We like fucking. Um, move in with me. I got a house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of close to close to agency. Maybe we could fuck at lunch, dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, keep fucking. Yeah. Just fuck she's always. Like, she's like, yes. We're back to present day now. We're still at the restaurant eating. So Henry here kind of starts to notice people. Yes. At the restaurant. He's looking around like, man, people still here? Yeah, because they're there on a week. <laughs> they're there on a weekday. So it's pretty empty. It's empty, and it's one of those. They they have clearly ordered a multi course dinner, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of people in the restaurant. And they do a really nice job of when they get there. It's like sunny, and then the sun is setting, mm-hmm. and then they're there at nighttime too. And the place is empty for the most part, except for there's one guy sitting at the bar. Yeah. That's there. And it's like, and he's like, who's this guy still at the bar? Yeah. With no one here. And it's quiet. No TVs. They know sports games. Right. Yeah. Right. And so this this, this is the point where the waitress, who has been kind of nice, has been slowly, each time she appears, getting more and more awkward. Yes. Yeah. And she's spilling the water all over, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Right. So she does that. And then it's okay. Everything's okay. And they go back to 2012, mm-hmm. the event. Now we see the terrorists filming a video, you know, giving their demands. Ahmed, the man on the plane, sends another message saying, Hey, never mind. Don't, don't breach anymore. There's a camera in the undercarriage. Don't know how it got there. Just give them what they want. Everyone will die. Yeah. 
totally different in his first message. Right. Right. The other two messages that I noticed that right away. Like, yeah. oh, he's these are full sentences. Uh-huh. Now he's agreeing. He just just give him what they want. Right. Anytime someone says that, they've been captured in my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Like, hey, man, just give them what they want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, shit's not going right. Just, just. Absolutely. Right? So, yep. Yep. I'm thinking, all right, something, something's going on with Ahmed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I thought that he's being held or ca- whatever you want to call it, right? Bill thinks they should share, share their intel with the Austrians. And see how he goes, no, we have no idea who's doing what with who. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything. Yeah. And we don't know that he's been captured or yeah, we coerced yeah. or anything. Right now, he's the only guy we got yeah. in there that's we know about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So we're not so, going to do that. So Bill's like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to go make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So suspicion comes up. Why does Bill just leave the room mm-hmm. saying we don't inform anybody and then leaves his room and it goes and makes a phone call in his office, right? Yeah. So he then says, oh, it was my wife, Lelaine, or whatever the fuck her name was. You know, she's, she's sick again. Yeah. Uh, I have to go I home. I have to go home. I'll go home right now. Yeah. Okay. So obviously it looks very suspicious. Very right. suspicious. Right. Yeah. All right, Bill, Billy, Billy, now, Billy. <laughs> Got to come up with a better story, Billy. <laughs> so Billy dips out, and then we go to the two weeks earlier timeline, two weeks earlier before present day. How good is this fucking whiskey, bro? So, so good we're recording <laughs> the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. So, good. I'm going to eat dinner. So, yes. Two weeks earlier. So, Henry then asked Bill about the phone call and leaving. Hey, buddy, you made a random phone call then left the building. How dare you accuse me of anything? He didn't sound like that. but I, No, but yeah. that was good. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I felt it. Yeah. I felt there. That was a good acting right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm good kind of enough. Yeah. Well, Ooh. see, the thing is, is there is a void for a middle-aged, strong, black man actor in Hollywood totally right. now. You're really right. And I think it could be you. I think I think really think it could be. You know, you could feel that void. I could feel that void. You're really right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm in. Good. I'm, I'm glad you're in. I'll work on my chops. Okay. I got a master class description, so I got probably some acting on there. I can teach myself how to act. Yeah. Pose. And, you know. <laughs> got my shots. I can be annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Please. You know, <laughs> I got them all down, bro. It's acting right there. Acting. You know, great actor. Rob thinks I like him. <laughs> acting. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. All right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And the Oscar. Thank goes. you. I want to say thank you to the Academy. Uh, I apologize for what I did to Chris Rock. <laughs> okay, okay. So where are we at? Two weeks earlier, Bill, yeah, Bill says, you know, how dare you accuse me? You know, Henry goes, dude, if I was accusing you, you would know it. There would be two guys behind you holding your arms down. You'd be in an Austrian basement. Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that line was hard. Yeah. That was the first time in the movie where we've seen Henry really fucking mean business yeah. there. Yeah, he just lays it out. Being in an Austrian we basement. Yeah, we wouldn't be in a location. Pub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We then go back to 2012, the event. Mm. And then Celia goes into Bill's office to work. Yeah, he's gone to mm. see his sick wife. And mm. so she goes into his office and just starts going all over the case files, mm. all of the paperwork, everything that's happened that day, all the suspects, all that shit. Yeah. She's just sort of going over it. Here we find Did out we that, miss something? Yeah, here we find out uh, Elias' daughter's dead. Right. Tied at six. Right? Yeah. Mm. There's some motivation. Yep. That sad little teddy bear that we saw mm-hmm. was hers and... Yeah. Motive. Motive. Yeah. Yep. And earlier on, Elias said family is everything. Family is everything. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Now we got a super motive now. Yep. And so that's how he, why he, we turn radical, mm-hmm. right? Celia is intently reading the messages back and forth from Ahmed. He reading each message, reading, you know, reading them over and over again. 
And then she realizes, like, you know, most of us did that, you know, he went from using short, very short words to yeah. full on sentences. Yep. Like, went from being like he was being watched to, oh, I'm going to just talk, have a conversation, guys, and watch some Netflix. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, very suspicious. It kind of stops there. And then we go back to two weeks earlier <laughs> again. Right. So, you got Henry and Bill again talking in the pub in London. And Bill lets Henry know that him and Vic thought it, uh, it wasn't our meds in the messages. Mm. And then Bill's like, there's no way you could know that. So Celia kind of said after his first message, it sounded like, you know, it was a different person. Bill says they didn't tell anyone about, like, the I met things. Celia asks for the phone log. That's right. Because then we, so now we kind of go from two weeks early to present day. Yeah. Henry asked Celia what he, what they, what she found in the phone logs. Yeah. Because Bill didn't know she was looking at the phone logs. Right. Yeah. So. So she found a number in the phone logs from a line that was... From Iran or whatever. Yeah. The area code matched. It was a weird area code. And so she was like, oh, shit. Bill called this phone number mm-hmm. in here. So that's suspicious. Yeah. So then Henry tells Bill that Celia knows you were making phone calls to Iran. Yeah. Why'd you make a phone call to Iran? And so Bill's like, dude, anyone could use my phone. Right. Yeah. Well, you and know. you think I would be stupid enough yeah. to call Iran from my office? Yeah. Like, give me a little credit You're here. looking for a scapegoat. Yeah. You know, Bill's not backing down. He's, he's nervous, but he's not backing down. It right. wasn't me, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, so now we're back in 2012. Celia writes down the number and then calls it. And then there's a man. Da. Da. Yeah. Da Svidanya. <laughs> man it's speak, Russian. Yeah, man yeah. speaking Russian. Yeah. She didn't say a word. He just hangs up. Scene. Yep. Back to present day. <laughs> a lot of jumping around. A lot of movie. jumping around. Yep. Back to present day. There's a new waitress. Waiter. Waiter now. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. New waiter now. What happened to the, uh, the young lady that was with us before? Uh, She's... Two weeks pregnant, and she's feeling sick. She went home. Yeah. So I'm your waiter now. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the same guy from the very opening of the movie mm-hmm. where Celia is grocery shopping. Yep. And she sees this guy, and he sort of whispers something to her, and then she walks away, and then he sort of is in and around her scenes like maybe one other time mm-hmm. where you sort of see him in the background. And so it's like, oh, shit, who's this guy? Yeah. You know, yeah. this is not a coincidence. What's this guy's thing? Yeah. Why is he here? Why is he here? And he and doesn't, does, he looks too too stoic to be a waiter. Yeah. He's not personable at all. No. Right. <laughs> Which is kind of the case at some of these, like, super fancy restaurants. The waitstaff, they're friendly, but they're also trying to be like, you know, like, I don't know. like Yeah, they're trying to be fancy, okay. you know, so they they, they don't mm-hmm. want to be too personable. They want to be professional, mm-hmm. and there's some honor and some air about what they're doing. So yeah, maybe it. that's what it is. I don't know. No. 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 Okay. Celia starts to name possible suspects. It could have been this. It could have been so-and-so. Could have been you, Henry. Oh, no. I was cleared. Yeah, they cleared me. Yeah, so um, they start going through all the other members of the team. Like, Ernest. oh, could it be this oh, person? This, I mean, it was really suspicious that this guy killed himself two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really weird. But none of the other people really make sense. No. They can't figure out any sort of motive. So now we cut back, and this is where the terrorists kill him mid. Yeah. Drop him out of the plane. Drop him, yeah. Brutal. Yeah, oh, yeah. They yell, like, take back your spy or something like mm-hmm. that to the cameras that mm-hmm. are outside. So we know it's Ahmed they killed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically, because uh, to us, it's just been they killed some random passenger, right? right? We know it's know it's Ahmed, right? So then it's like, well, how they find him? How, how did, how did, how find did, how did Ahmed get outed? That's when you got the mole. Yeah. Molly, 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 molly. <laughs> back to present day again. So he goes, oh, well, I have nightmares. Oh, dude, this part got me, dude. Yeah, because you see... She, there are flashes of, from her perspective about the movie 
of like her kids being taken away mm-hmm. on the plane. You know, and that makes you think, was she on the plane? Right. Yeah. You know, was she on there at one point? Does whatever? But we find out they're nightmares. Yeah. And yeah, it got me too, bro. Like, you know, I figured out what would I do if I was on the plane and they're taking my kids. I hope I do something. And in her nightmares, she's like, they, they always take my kids. Yep. They never make it. Yeah. God damn. Oh, man. I, I thought about that too. It's like, what would you do, man? If mm. you're on a plane, there's nowhere to hide. Maybe you charge a guy and you get one guy with a gun. Yeah. But then the other guy with a gun, it, you're just shooting fish in a barrel, mm-hmm. you know? And I was just like, God, to have your children taken away. Screaming for you. You can't screaming, do shit. Mommy, I'm scared. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Oh, my God, dude. My mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. I'd like to think I'd rush them. But then you're thinking, like, well, if I do, they'll just kill my kids or kill me. And then they're still in danger. Right. Then they're still in danger. Seriously, yeah. it's like one of those things. What do like, you do? What do you do? Yeah. What, what, is the, what is the play? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, man. The play is to get it. Like, listen, I know I would like to think that I can get enough people involved in my section to bum rush these motherfuckers right. and say everybody else. Yeah. Like, like, listen, man, like, yeah. we may not make it. Right. But I know we ain't gonna make it regardless, right? If we don't do something, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just bum rush motherfuckers, man. You got to take the two guys with the guns down. You got to tackle yeah. them, and if you get enough people on both the guys with the guns at the same time, then you got a chance. Because Listen. even though there's four attackers, you got the guns, you got it. Even uh, if they have knives or whatever, like still. I think the best plan of action, honestly, people, is if you're on a plane, there's terrorists involved. Now it sounds stupid, but I'm being serious. What I think about, I would try to get my seat mm-hmm. and the person's next to me seat, and as many seats as I could. You know, sneak attack, you know, just kind of get my seat because there are flotation devices in the plane. You can, you know, you can take them off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And use that as a sort of a barricade to yeah. run towards these people. Yeah. I mean, I might get shot. I might die. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that will, you know, stop some of the force of the bullet. <laughs> you laughing. I'm being serious. I thought about this, man. Like, I could do something just to. You just got to wait till they're next to you with the gun and then you, you just. I mean, close as possible, them. but I yeah. feel like, you know, I don't, you know, if I can put some between me and the or gun, throw it, I could throw, throw something to yeah. distract. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, something. But, yeah. you know, I, 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 well, there was that guy that, um, he was a soldier and he, there was a, he was part of a terrorist thing on a, on a train or a subway or something. The guy had an AK 47 and he just ran at the guy mm-hmm. and got to him before the guy got a shot off and tackled him and yeah. saved the day and everything. So it's possible yeah. that, that you could do that. You just got to be the one, man. Yeah. And, he, and the, the thing is, like, listen, if I don't make it, I need to be sure that other people are going to continue right, the, the strike. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's great. I'm, I may I may get shot. Yeah. Yeah. But you're coming with me. Yeah. That way, when I get taken down, you're just on them again. Right. Right. Like, yeah. don't make it for not. You that know, would be it would be hard to communicate with people because you would need multiple levels mm-hmm. of attack. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't just be all from like your seat and a few people around you. Like you would need to find a way to send messages to people that were sitting up here, because if you charge, then they've got to turn and face you with the gun. Right. Mm-hmm. Which leaves them open behind. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I would like to think that if that were to happen and they started shooting at somebody that was charging them, that somebody near them would would yeah would attack. Would attack, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you would hope. But probably not. Yeah. People are bitches. <laughs> so when you book a flight with your friends, make sure you're in all, all air locations of yeah, the plane. Yeah, don't, don't sit in the same... Yeah. I know it's tempting to yeah. sit all in sit the a, same sit row. A, sit in random, random locations. Yeah. You have a predetermined plan when you're going to these... Hey, if shit goes down this plane, you know what happens, right? <laughs> <laughs> you gather people around you yeah. and tell them the plan that we already talked about this earlier. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't I know me. that when Tony presses the stewardess button, yeah. that that means it's go time. <laughs> Attack! <laughs> oh my god, these people are fucking synchronized. Yeah, nightmares, crazy ass part, dude. I was like, this is fucking horrible. So we're back in 2012, and then Austria calls off the attack because they killed a med, and they don't know it was a med. Or he was informed, but they just killed somebody, dropped off the plane. They're like, nah, we're not, we're not breaching. Celia leaves and calls Henry 
and says, where are you at? She's like, I'm at home. Yeah. So she goes to his house, and they have the sex. They have more of the sex. Yes. That yeah. is, just fucking. Henry's like, I don't understand why you came over after the attack was called off and a man was killed. Why'd you Why'd you come home? You know, fuck my brains out. Right. Really I liked it, but I'm trying to figure out why it happened. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. Especially because the next morning, she's gone. Yeah, she leaves the next day. She leaves the next day. Yeah. yeah and he doesn't like, ever see her again. I don't know. Well, why, why the fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, when Henry's hitting it, though, he smashes it so dope, she starts crying. Mm-hmm. You know, he just hit it so well, she just couldn't help contain <laughs> And that could have been me, you know, like, why is she crying? Right, yeah. Why is she crying? Mm-hmm. Is Henry that dope in bed or that bad in bed? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. No. And Henry's laying the pipe. It appears he's laying the pipe. It appears. It appears, but yeah. then she's crying. Why is she crying? Yeah. Did he hurt her? Was it bad? Was it horrible? We don't know. We don't know yet. You never had that situation where your partner cries after sex? <laughs> oh, have you? Have you? Yeah, I've had it happen a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why she's crying? It was uh, yes. So because <laughs> you're concerned, right? It's just like oh my goodness, holy Sorry. shit, this is great. Okay, so exclusive shit. <laughs> so. It, it's an emotional overload thing. So when a, when a woman, <laughs> uh, okay, Whew, calm down. All right, get it. So so sometimes uh, when a woman climaxes, uh, she gets a, a wave of endorphins and other emotions that hit. Okay, and sometimes the only response is to cry. <laughs> is that what she told you? Yeah. No. It, it, it's happened a few times. That was a lie she told him. No, it was it was not. She's like, oh my god, it was so bad. It's. <laughs> It's possible it was a lie once, but there there's been a few other times where I know it was I know like I was on I was on my game. And you know, you know, you have those times you where you're just like yep. like I'm a fucking superstar right now. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You just know it. You're on your game that night. And uh yeah, yeah. A little bit of a little bit of crying. And I'm like, baby, what's what's wrong? What's happening? It was nothing. It's just it's just so much and I Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your 18-year-old daughter. <laughs> Listen. To this Listen. <laughs> How do you think you got here, girl? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. That was hilarious. Woo. Mm. All right. Get myself together here. Get myself together. I just knocked that. <laughs> <laughs> made her cry. No yeah. Kidding. We're present day now. Henry asked, why'd you run? I don't I don't remember what she gives the answer to. No. But then he says a line after that. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that you're very convincing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> okay. All right. So it makes it seem like, yeah, she's she's he thinks she's lying. He thinks she's lying. Yeah. yeah. So, so he gets up to go to the bathroom. Well, he has a little dizzy spell. He's kind of sitting there. He goes, oh, oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Let me just, uh, I'm going to. You okay? Yeah, I'm just go to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Starts splashing water in his face. Oh, God. Looks in the mirror. Oh, okay. I feel a little weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Go back outside. So, why is it, well, so why, why is in the bathroom? One of the, the men that's been at the bar falls in the bathroom. Yeah. Piccolo. And he's like, he's like, I wash his hands. Hey, tri- hey, Piccolo. Yeah. He's like, Treble? What are you doing here? Yeah, just, no, just, you know, make sure I'm in the area, man. Making sure, you know, everything's good. Everything's going according to plan. We're good here, man. You yeah. Know? So, you know, just let me know the word, yes or no. Yes or no, I'll take care yeah, of it. Yes or no. I'll clear with you beforehand, but it's gotta be yeah, I need I need a confirmation, yes or no. Henry goes back to the table, you can see Celia putting her phone away. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was kinda of, okay. What's what, what, what she on the phone with? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a shot of a camera recording them in the restaurant right. having their conversation. Yeah, security camera. You're like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. What, what is going on here? Yeah. 
So then Celia goes, I didn't tell anyone about the logs. The the fact that Bill called Iran. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't mention it to him. Uh, yeah, I met being betrayed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I didn't tell anybody about that. So um because she says, you know, she thought Bill was selling them out. Mm-hmm. But we both know that Bill didn't make that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep so mm-hmm. we didn't cut back 2012 so after having the six mm-hmm. henry goes to take a shower and his phone rings mm. and so he goes and picks the phone up and sees suspicious number it's the same number that she wrote down from before the call logs <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, it's a good addition. <laughs> so she's put it together now that Henry it was the one it was him all along. Mm-hmm. So she gives Henry a chance as he leaves the apartment that that day. Hey, you know you can you can tell me anything. You you know you tell me if you know you know we, we can talk. Yeah, no everything's fine. We're good. We're good. Mm. We're good to go. She, he gives her the keys and goes to the apartment and he leaves. And she, she gathers her shit and, and bounces. Yeah, yeah, gets the fuck out of there. Yep. You know. <laughs> I think she goes back to the office to get a status update, finds out everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. And then it happens to be uh, sarin gas. Like I said, so you know they didn't breach the plane. That's why was, that's the thing at the beginning of the movie, they didn't show anything because you would have known how the passenger died and what right. happened, right? Yeah. So. And then that's when she realizes, oh shit, Henry did it. All these people died because of him. I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I I just, I can't. And so she leaves and that's why yeah, she, she doesn't want to out. Yeah. Doesn't she, so she fuck. just quits yeah. and leaves. Yeah. So we're back to present day, and she, you know, tells Henry that she knows it's him. And she goes, you know, who who are you? And he goes, you know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know who I am. I let you go, and, and then eight years later, you come after me and Bill. If I let you go, you would destroy my life to save your own. Mm-hmm. You know, giving him shit for yeah, it. Yeah, how fucking dare you, man? Yeah. yeah. And we then go back to two weeks earlier, uh, when Celia calls back Carl Stein. Mm-hmm. Carl with a K. Carl with a K. You know, is like, listen, let's meet. I want this to be over with. You know, you see the scene in the, in the supermarket where she meets with, uh, his name's Freddie. The waiter. The, the waiter. Yeah. You know, he's like, go outside, Carl. Carl's on the bench outside. Mm-hmm. So she goes outside, and he's outside already, you know, waiting in the post, and she meets with Carl. Carl goes, you know, we know it's him. Turns out, Ilias, when they were torturing him, gave up Henry yeah. during the torture. We already, we got his name, we know it's him, but we need him to admit it. Mm-hmm. So that we know for sure. Because look, the reality is when people are getting tortured, they will say anything oh, yeah. to make the torture go away. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Torture works, but it also doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so they needed a double confirmation, basically, yep. because a, a mole being in the CIA is a serious problem. Yeah. Just need a confirmation. I need you to go to this restaurant here. Everyone in the restaurant will be, you know, planted and make sure you do not touch his wine glass. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do not touch his glass. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, shit. So then, you know, all right, now we, as viewers, I mean, we suspected he'd been poisoned. Right, because he but started to get that headache. But now we got confirmation. He's been, yep. he got poisoned. He's poisoned. <laughs> yeah. Right? So we go back to present day. Henry's sitting there and his, his nose starts bleeding. Oh, yeah. And he's like, first sign. So he knows. Yeah. He, he's no. like, well, all right. I've been set up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. Celia starts to kind of like kind of cry a little bit, you know, and he's like sitting there and she's like, hey, they're going to say it was suicide. You don't have much longer, so get it out. And yeah. then he says this line, which I'm going to start using in my rest of my life, where he's like, would you get backstabbed? Oh, wine country. <laughs> 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 uh, using it from now on. Okay. You know, anytime someone fucks me over. Oh, uh-huh. wine country. Wine country. <laughs> like it. Those who know, know. Yeah. God damn it. Fucking wine country. <sighs> wine country. <laughs> <laughs> so then she goes, why'd you do it? Why did you do it, Henry? I did it for you. I love you. I've always loved you. What, is, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Flashback to 2012. 
So we see a flashback of the text message that Henry got from Tahar. Right. Saying meet at some place at this time. Yeah. So Henry goes there and through the whole movie they keep showing this scene of Henry looking up at at a a window in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And they kinda they just flashed it a couple times Mm -hmm. and this happens to be the location that they have not showed us yet. Yeah. Okay, so this has been shown this whole time. So at the same time Henry goes to this place, this location. Cecilia is also meeting with Tahar at the Muslim Women's Foundation location. The creepy building. The creepy guy, right? Yeah. Henry then sees it's uh, Elias there. Yeah. He meets with Elias. He comes up to him, or Elias gives him a kiss on the face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... It, it starts, they, they hug. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time, friend. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they're all good terms. Yeah. Then, you know, Elias goes, or Elias goes, um, they torture me. Took me away from my daughter. Mm-hmm. Torture me for like six months or something yeah. crazy. They called me a terrorist. Yeah, we fled to Iran, uh, and my daughter died, and she died because she couldn't get medicine Fuck, because of American sanctions. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Which is <sighs> true shit that happens. Oh yeah, you know. Yep. So um, there's there's life saving medicine that is cheap mm-hmm. that we make here and around the world that we elect not to send places mm-hmm. because fuck you. Yeah. Which is horrible. It's yeah. It's horrible. It's medicine. It's medicine. Yeah. It's not weapons which they do send to places. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really right, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever, you know. Yep. I I'm mean not that... get, I'm not trying to get double tap for saying shit, so I'm just gonna yeah. keep it quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to get black bagged over yeah, here. Yeah, we're here. My goodness. So but fuck you. <laughs> These people need their medicine, man. They need the medicine. Thanks, Raviani, on this podcast, not endorsed by Tony. Uh, <laughs> please know that Tony loves I hate him. that shit. I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, like when, when dude uh, bought up that insulin company and fucking raised the prices of insulin. Do you remember that when that happened? No comment. <laughs> insulin is a life-saving drug that this dude decided, hey, I, there's an opportunity here. I can just buy this company, and then because people need insulin to fucking live... I'll just jack the price way up, and uh, I'll be fucking rich. The, fuck you. This guy, was he work for the government? <laughs> no, he was just- Oh, then fuck that guy, man. <laughs> fuck that guy. I don't give a fuck about that motherfucker. Kill his ass. Fuck him. He was a private equity guy. Oh, yeah. Fuck him, then. <laughs> fuck all that shit. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit. Fuck, that's right. I'll stand up for my- I believe him, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> okay. But if you were the government, though, you know, I love you all. Mm. You know, no, you know. Don't fuck up my life. Turns out Tahar was working with Elias. Mm-hmm. And um, she took Celia's uh, phone and she called, you know, so when Henry calls it, Elias goes, call her phone. Call your lover's phone. Call her. Yeah. He calls and she hears the conversation. Power is money and, you know, so you have to get violence. She's like, oh, shit. And then he's like, you know, I have her and mm-hmm. we will kill her. We'll kill her right now. Right now. Yeah. Right. But I want information. Mm. He's like, okay, well. Um, They're planning on attacking the underbelly uh, of underbelly the plane. Underbelly of the plane, yeah. yeah. The breach undercarriage. And yeah. He goes, I need something more than that. How are they finding out these things? He then doesn't tell him yet. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't tell him about Ahmed yet, right? Because he doesn't know about it yet. He's like, I'll, I'll get you something else. You know, just let her go. So they let, they let her go, which is seems weird because, again, you need the collateral to have said. Right. So maybe the time, maybe the timing of the whole situation was different. Yeah, I mean, but either way, it appears she gets she gets to go back before he gives it said information mm-hmm. because that's when he makes the phone call. Exactly. Yeah, in the because office. he goes to the office and finds out that like it's a med and he's you know sent information and he mm-hmm. goes okay there's a guy in a plane going to be mad texting people yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? So, right and that's when the text messages change right don't breach the plane yes yada 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 right we go back to present day. And basically, he goes, I didn't, I, I thought the officers would storm the plane. Mm-hmm. I 
thought I'd give up med and they would store the plane and everything be fine. And I'd save you too. You know, fuck. And now she's like, oh my God, I made a huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. It, I wouldn't it, be alive today to have this you. family if yeah. you didn't do what you did. Yeah. And then not saying like it was worth it, but again, like in that situation, he thought, all right, the plan is to, to, to attack the bottom of the plane. They're just going to do it. And they're going to win. So right. we're good. Like it's going to happen mm-hmm. whether, whether they know who Ahmed is or not, they're going to breach the plane. So we're good to go. I get it, but it didn't happen. And he's like, well, fuck. That's why he was like fucking shocked too. Fuck it. We're not going to breach the plane. What? What? Whoa. Well, yeah. We, you got to breach the plane. <laughs> yeah. And he's very, yeah, yeah. Throughout the movie, he's very much like the only option is we got to breach the plane because yeah. otherwise everybody's dead. So yeah. So in his, his, his defense, he basically chose her over Ahmed's life. And he was like, yeah, I had to make a choice and I chose you. Not saying I would do the same thing. Oh, 100%. I mean, if I was fucking Tandy Newton, yeah. Your wife is probably good enough as well. I mean, if I was fucking my... (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to make it succinct for the viewers. The viewers don't know who my wife is. Some of them do. But but the viewers know who Tandy Newton is. They know your wife cried after sex. (laughs) Not every time. Every time we do it. Every time. It's just so bad. <laughs> Why do you cry so much? Especially because I have no idea who the fuck Ahmed is, right? That makes it, I mean, easier. Oh, yes, yeah, this random person. Off of, yeah, we yeah. never see Ahmed. We yeah. never, it, it would have been a lot harder to deal with if we would have seen him on the plane, mm-hmm. sending text messages. You know, then maybe he sends a text message to his wife yeah. or his kid or something yep. like that. Like, hey, I'm on this plane. Everything's gonna be okay. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Humanize him a little bit. Yep. And give him the character and a backstory. Yeah. Like shit, you fucking, you know. Right. So yeah, but again, we don't we don't think about a med. He's just a random. He's a you know a name on a sheet he's of paper. A corpse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Take him out. I don't give a shit about him, guy. Yeah. So that kind of explained to me too why when he came back to CIA the one time he just ran up and like kissed her openly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that one chick saw like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on here? He was so happy that she, she made it back alive. Yeah. You know. I'm like, yes. oh, all right, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, damn, she got to feel like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry goes, well, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You got to leave. You got to leave. He knows he's about to die. Yeah. You need to watch me die. Yeah. So she leaves. And when she leaves, Treble calls Henry's phone. And mm-hmm. he's like, I got her in my sights. Yeah. Can we do it or, you or no? And Henry's like, he's like, I need a yes or no. Yeah. Yes or no. I'm like, and I was like, the whole time I thought he was going to be like, was that a yes? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of goes, uh, like, or like uh, yeah. it almost sounds like like that sort of sound. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, is he going to interpret that as a yes? And yeah. Kill her? Because he knows that she set him up now that, that mm. he's dying because of her. Yeah, but he doesn't say anything. And doesn't say it. Just, just gasps. Yeah. Dies. He loves her. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. She gets to live. I think he knows too. It's over him anyway. So why, like, right? Yeah, like, right, right. And it wasn't like she was the bad guy or anything mm-hmm. like that. So because she didn't know why, right? He said he gasps. Nothing happens, and then Henry dies, and the guys don't yes or no. And then he goes silent, right? Yep. And he hangs up the phone. So then Carl, he's going to go to Carl here. Carl with the K. Mm-hmm. He calls Vic and goes soprano style. Yeah, it's done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Celia goes home. Cecilia. Uh, <laughs> It's a studio? Yeah. So you're looking for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe the whitest song of all time. What? It's a studio? It's a studio. It's a studio. Yeah. There's a girl that's been on my mind all the time. I cannot do a Phil Collins impression. That's his voice, okay. is, his voice is so unique. Yeah. But yeah. 
studio. I guess I heard that was that's we always go on these fucking tangents. I heard that when he's writing the song, most people do gibberish tracks. Right. I, I do them as well. Yeah. To, so you just go anyway. To work out the melody yeah. so that way you know and then you can kind of write words to fit the melody yeah. correctly. Yeah. I heard Susudio was the gibberish the gibberish sound in his track and he just kept it because nothing else fit. <laughs> people also say it's a sound he his drum made or some bullshit or sound like a horn made. Okay. But but the last thing I read was that it was part of the gibberish track and it just fit. Yeah. You're just like, fuck it. Just leave it and in. And it sounded cool. So, yeah. Fuck it, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm going with that story because uh, it's the sound the snare makes. No, it's not. Snares don't make Susudio. <laughs> last time I checked. <laughs> all the time. Susudio. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. The whitest song of all time. So, it goes to her husband. We then get some quick shots of Henry and Cillian in bed together. Mm hmm. And she looks at him and she just says, hi. Hi. And then death. Yeah. Done. Gone. Dead. <sighs> and that's it. That's yeah. that's the end of the movie. Real credits. Yeah. Yeah. All the old knives. All of the old ones. So I like that description though. All the old knives. Because I asked Rob earlier before we started recording the podcast what he thought the title meant. Yeah. And go ahead, Rob. Well, I think the references to when you were stabbed, you would get stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's with a knife, right? And mm-hmm. You stab them back. And so this is talking about all the old knives <laughs> that stabbed you in the back from eight years ago. I, I said it much more eloquently in the beginning. But I think I think we were recording then. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is through the magic of editing is I'm just going to put that, what I said, right now. Typically when you get stabbed in the back, it's, it's with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like a Ryan Reynolds line, you know, from from the Anaphylaxis. Like, no, I was fucking stabbed by the bullet. Like, of course. <laughs> Typically, when you get stabbed by the back with a knife. Uh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Go ahead and do the editing thing. I'll just put it in now. All the old knives. Why? You don't know? No guesses? I mean, I think it's probably all the backstabbing that happened eight years ago in the story, and now they're. Trying to uncover all the old knives that were used to backstab people. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know? So there you go. That sounded great, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So is it worth watching, Rob? Yes, it's worth watching. I would agree. Yes. All right. Yeah. It, those... was, it was a really, again, I don't, I don't like stories told out of order mm-hmm. because I feel like it opens up. Number one, you don't ever worry for any characters because you know that they're going to survive later. Mm-hmm. And number two, it lets you cheat in storytelling because you can just add in shit to, oh, yeah. to throw things off. Mm-hmm. That's why I typically don't like stories that are told like this movie. But a lot of the cinematography was really nice mm-hmm. in the restaurant. It's kind of interesting that they that they meet up at the restaurant in the very beginning of the movie. And then the whole thing takes place in the restaurant, but also flashbacks. Yeah. And I love a, I love a good espionage, mm-hmm. whodunit thriller type thing and it's interesting because they and we're getting into spoiler territory even with that but maybe i'll cut this part out for the for the video but like i thought it was really interesting that they set it up in the beginning that this person is a mole and they're selling trade secrets to our enemies Mm -hmm. to to iranian nationalists or whatever and then it just turns out that that henry 
had contact with this guy because he was his old yeah buddy buddy he was his old, he was his his old informant right and then that guy used that relationship against him mm-hmm. and so it was nobody was selling trade secrets it was the fact that he exploited his old relationship to get what he wanted which was information about what was going on with flight 127 yeah and I, I think it's a good like thing for like the butterfly effect too. Like too, yeah. where, you ever see those memes where like I've seen a couple of videos recently on like anywhere Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, where like people just like really fucking mean to like a kid. Right? There's one where I saw mm. like it was like a kid's birthday and like singing to him and he looked like really happy and they started like smashing cake in his face like mm. one by one by one. It was like one of the saddest things I saw. Oh Jesus! Right? And he just like looks like distraught and he's just sitting there and they keep smashing cake in his fucking face and he's thinking he's about to get birthday cake and they keep hitting like right to keep doing it. And and then the caption says, "This is the villain, the or- villain origin story." Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. there's that one point to where, like, he's like, "Fuck all these people, they gotta die." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah. And if that kid killed all those people, I wouldn't even feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Sounds horrible to say, but like, Jesus, you know, like, yeah. I've heard the video, man. It's just like one of the super sad. It could have been a joke. It could have been all stage, but I, mean, I fucking felt sick to my stomach watching it. Yeah. Just a kid getting his fucking face smashed with cake. Yeah. But um. Anyway, you have this guy who's loving his life, trying to help mm-hmm. his country, right? Yes. Do better. Yeah. And he gets turned on and tortured for it. Mm-hmm. His villain origin story right there. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so like it goes to show, man, like, you know, just have some integrity. Yeah. You know? Like, well, and you know that it's not just our country, but countries around the world have probably done this. To, oh, yeah. To people on the regular, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just horrible. It's horrible. The greater good is a, is a good, good excuse. Yep. For everything. It's, yep. the, it's the greater good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But listen, I mean, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow were in Budapest anyway. So that is true. They could have stopped this they, from happening. They could have stopped it. But no. He didn't need to he didn't need to worry about it. Because yeah, they, they were there. They, they were, were there. They were they were, they they were tra- taking care that, of it. That train station, truly right. Yeah. What would your score? I gave mm-hmm. all the old knives a six point seven. Oh <gasps> <laughs> what? So did I. Oh! <laughs> 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 First time. Oh my goodness. We've ever agreed. Oh god, we're getting wasted today. This is great. Oh, oh yes. It's oh, amazing. <sighs> it feels good to happen. That's good. Good. Good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Let's see, IMDB gave it a 6.1. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics gave it 64%. And the fans gave it a 40. 40? It's kind of low, I think. It's kind of low. Maybe they thought it was gonna be like an action film. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I think that mm-hmm. this would have put up the score for me if there was just a little bit of action through just just one breach or a, like a, a fight sequence, something. I'd have taken one good breach. Yeah, me. yeah. And not, I, not the plan. It could have been a, a you know backstory. Yes, but you know Henry just kind of you know doing something real quick, or somebody comes to kill Henry and he has to fend off a few guys or something. Yeah, I don't. I, know. I would have even taken some sneak attack. He's like yeah. walking in or going inside now. <laughs> yeah, you know, we like, needed we needed like yeah one or one two. target down going for the next now yeah, yeah. Oh, two two down okay especially because we know Chris Pine is is capable of of that sort of stuff he used to be he's gray now he wasn't looking as you know spry, spry <laughs> in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four he wasn't looking that spry you know? yeah yeah like he had aged yeah considerably much more than uh, God did. <laughs> So there you have it. Check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. I liked. It. I liked it, and it was it was the right time. Mm-hmm. It's an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Perfect. When Get I it done. When I when I pressed play and <laughs> yeah. I saw that it was like one forty, and you think, okay, ten minutes of credits. That's perfect. You don't need a movie to be any longer than that. No. Yeah. And as I like that, that so when parts seem a little bit slow, I don't care. 
Right. Because I know it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. If you're going to be two or three hours long, and like, you need, you got to be good. And yes. That's fine. Right. But I don't, I don't need time for like super fluff. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not, not fluff, but you know what I mean? Like, yes. We just got, you just dragging things out. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on here? You know, like, yeah. I need content, you know? And, and because of the way they did it with the multiple storylines, and every time we jumped, we got a little bit of information that we didn't get the last time we jumped. And, and so they, they kept it interesting throughout. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good. Really good. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Check us out on all the social shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get better at posting more shit now that I'm back from England and have more free time <laughs> as of late. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Look forward to watching more movies. Absolutely. Next, we're going to watch The Batman. Because it comes out on HBO, right? So it comes out Monday. Yeah. So- no. Comes out Monday. So this will come out the, the the Tuesday after the Monday. Batman comes out, so we're gonna watch Batman and have it ready for the next Tuesday mm-hmm. of the Batman Tuesday. Yes, Batman so, Tuesday blowout. Well, so by the time you hear this podcast, we're gonna have Batman out on next Tuesday. That's confusing as fuck. Nah, you're okay. gonna hear this on Tuesday. All right, our next one's gonna be Batman. Yeah. So next Tuesday. Yes. Because the podcast is in present day. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So next Tuesday, people, mm-hmm. you're gonna hear us talk about Batman, the yeah. Batman, the Batman, and I'll let you know. If Edward Cullen can pull it off. All right, we'll see. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Does Batman sparkle in the suit? I mean, bats are like vampires. Right. Does he, does he kill himself? Is he mad at himself? <laughs> what happens? Find out next on Flicks Worth Watching. <laughs> All right, Rob. We're out of here. I love you. I love you too. I know you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't leave me, girl. Please stay with me tonight. Blackstreet. What song is that? They're singing in falsetto. Don't leave me, girl. It's like auto tune and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Remember that song? No, I don't know. Oh. That was another Tupac song? It was, but they remixed it. Okay. You got your problems, baby, and I got mine. Let's just spend it all by putting it together. Yeah. No. If you say you love me. No. No. I, I know the Tupac one. Nothing.